Hey, welcome to Applying Pressure. Applying Pressure is brought to you by The Final Piece LLC. Here on Applying Pressure, we aim to educate our listeners, giving you information to help you graduate from just going through life to glowing through it. Pressure creates diamonds, so apply that pressure for your sparkling ending. Hey, 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 welcome back. Here to drop more bi-weekly gems to you guys. This is the second time we are meeting this week. I am Alicia, your host, the CEO and founder of The Peaceful Brand. If you are returning, hey fam, if this is your first time, when you come back, you won't be a stranger. You'll be one of us. You will be a family member. So let's recap. On Tuesday, we discussed how to have fun again. I gave you guys a challenge a seven-day challenge from Tuesday to Tuesday to have fun, restore your childhood innocence, create a leisure list, pick something to do from that list, and enjoy yourself. This time around, we're going to talk about how to fall in love with you again. A lot of times on your healing journey, it's bumpy. You are recovering from something that has caused you to have a broken relationship with yourself that may lead to low self-esteem, self-doubt, low self-worth. So we are going to talk about how to elevate and fall in love with you again. And how appropriate because this coming Monday, it is Valentine's Day. So even if you don't have a significant other, you still have a Valentine. That Valentine is you. So let's talk about how to treat, spoil, and pamper yourself. All right, let's go ahead and hop into it. Let's chat about falling in love with you again or falling in love with you for the first time, depending on when the onset of your trauma took place. I want to first let you know that this is an opportunity for growth. I do not want you to down yourself or be upset with yourself or feel sorry for yourself because of your current state of self-esteem. This is just the opportunity for you to grow and get better. We all have things that we need to work on that we need to be more confident in. So this is not a bashing segment. Things happen to people that play a role in how they feel about themselves. This is simply just to let you know that you are worthy and to give you some gems on how to increase how you feel about you and increase the way that you interact with your worthiness. And I will explain what that means later on. I just wanted to get that out of the way, that disclaimer. Now, we are going to chunk things. You guys know I break it up. So we will do a breakdown of steps. I will give examples, gems, tips, and tricks. And then also will share a personal experience with falling back in love with myself. So let's get into it. Falling in love with you. You are worth loving on. You have to know how to love you before you expect somebody else to love on you. The way that you love you is going to set the tone for how others love you. So others can be friends, family, or intimate partners, not just people that we are in relationship with or we are married to. I'm talking about anybody that we encounter. So, shifting the narrative. 
today we are going to shift the narrative from that broken space into a space of love and abundance. Step one to falling back in love with yourself is loving what you see in your reflection. Loving what you see in your reflection. So, a lot of times, those that suffer with low self-esteem, it also spills over to what they see in the mirror. They may not see this beautiful person that everybody else sees. So, how do you fall in love with what you see? So, we've already been on this healing journey for a while together, collectively, and then alone as well. So, with that being said, we know that there are some spots for us to love on a little bit harder. We may have tried some things. They may have worked. They may have not worked. I'm going to give you a few gems of how to love what you see. Now, physicalities are not everything, but if we hate what we see in the mirror, there's no way that we can work on loving on the inside of us. So, step one to loving what you see is dressing for the occasion. So when I say dressing for the occasion, I am not necessarily speaking of dressing for a specific place or a specific event. I'm speaking on the occasion of your life. Dress for the opportunity. So anytime that you get up Make yourself presentable. Even if you're just going to stay in the house and clean, make sure you still get up, wash your face, brush your teeth, look presentable. Part of dressing for the occasion and looking presentable is feeling the part. So as you are dressing for the occasion, after you have washed your body, washed your face, brushed your teeth, stop, look in the mirror, and encourage yourself. So encouraging yourself is also going to enhance your ability to love what you see. So encouraging yourself, for example, could be you looking in the mirror and saying, I have the prettiest coily hair. If you struggle with the texture of your hair, that is you speaking into that void, giving yourself some fulfillment in that area. So loving what you see is dressing for the occasion. So being prepared, not looking loungish all the time. Loungewear is not bad. It's not horrible. But if we're in pajamas, hair all over our head, bonnet on, we may not feel as fierce as if we dress for the occasion. And encouraging yourself is giving you that chance to love on you, to speak some words of affirmation and pour into your own life. The last part of loving what you see is being willing to accept compliments. A lot of times when you experience trauma, you are not always open to people complimenting you because you are used to being put down. But if someone compliments you, smile, nod, and receive it. Don't just smile, nod, and say thank you because that's part of the drill. I want you to smile, nod, take it in for a couple seconds, about 10 seconds, and say, hmm, I do look good today. Thank you. 
this is not an arrogance, but this is you standing in your beauty. If someone tells you that you have a beautiful personality, receive that. They see something in you even if you don't see it in yourself. So step two, after we work to love what we see, we need to work on loving what's inside. Now this job is a little bit harder, even for those that love what they see on the outside, they may not love who they are internally. So we see people acting out in jealous manners or or we have individuals that will tear you down and tear characteristics of your personality down because they are not satisfied with who they are. So how do you love what's on the inside? First step of loving what's on the inside is taking an assessment. Now with taking an assessment, you are simply observing traits, characteristics, mindsets that affect you externally that you possess internally. So what I mean by that is, if you know that you have a characteristic that is stagnating you, for example, acknowledge it, but don't hold it against yourself. So we're simply acknowledging all of who we are. After we take that assessment, step two is accept where you are. Now, accepting where you are, I don't mean, okay, this is where I am, this is where I'm always be, oh well, woe is me. No, that's not the aim. We're accepting where we are, just saying, hey, this is where I presently am, this is the season that I am in in my life. But, elevation is mandatory to achieve purpose. So, after we accept where we are, correction must take place. We as human beings are not perfect so there are things that we need to correct so when you do a correction or a heart check seek God first ensure that you are checking the correct manner and then ask him how to check it and then after we do those first three steps we can do step four And step four, after we make corrections and we began to see growth change and new opportunities fall, we celebrate. Now, celebrate, I always say, celebrate small wins. That's why I am having you celebrate while you are working to love what is inside. Because a lot of times when we think criticism, we think someone is on top of us, holding things against us and holding us back. But in actuality, they, if it is done out of love like God does, this is just the opportunity to reveal to us so that we can work on it for a better outcome. So we are celebrating that someone loves us enough to show us what we need to correct. And we're also celebrating that he, he being God, will follow us in this process. Lastly, we're celebrating the growth that is to come and the growth that we have seen. Last step in falling in love with you, 
is knowing that love is an action. So love is an action. That means that we have to show, do, in order to display that love. So the ultimate display of love is Jesus laying his life down on the cross. So we must take action in loving ourselves as well. Remember, 2022 is the year of action for the peaceful brand. So I am urging you to act in your love. So acting in your love, step one. We've talked about this when we discussed healing as well. Removing people, environments, and situations that don't love on us the way we need to be loved on. So I'm going to repeat that. Removing people, environments, and situations that don't love you the way you need to be loved. So even if you are doing all of this work to fall in love with you, you're loving what you see, you're loving what's inside, and you're attempting to act on this love, if you have people around you, if you are in environments or situations that don't love you and reciprocate that same love, you start to doubt that love for yourself again. So removal is the first action. The next way that we are going to act out of love is we are going to show ourselves that we love ourselves. So what I mean by showing yourself that you love yourself, it can be a random act of kindness toward yourself. So if you brought yourself a candle or some perfume, if your love language is gifts, fall in love with you, show yourself that you love you by first finding out what your love language is. Once you figure out what your love language is, love on yourself in that way. That's another way that you can act out of love towards yourself or act in love towards yourself. Next, acting as if you are in love with yourself after you work to show yourself how you love on you. Next, you need to seek what brings you godly purpose. So, we always route back to purpose. Any podcast that we discuss, the end game is purpose. Gaining souls for the kingdom. So, seek what brings godly purpose. What I mean by that is... If there is something that brings you pure joy, it fulfills you and allows you to accept and love yourself more, I encourage you to do it. As long as it's godly, because in order for us to reach the tip of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, which is self-actualization, we have to feel like we are needed and wanted in this world, as if we are reaching our full potential. So seek what brings you godly purpose. That is our final step in this process. So I'm going to quickly run through the categories that we discussed. I won't go back over the examples. And then we're going to move on. So step one, 
or category one, loving what you see. Baby, you got to love what's in the mirror. God didn't make no mess. He didn't make no junk. He gave you all the features that you have for a reason. All of that was divinely orchestrated. Next, you need to love what is inside. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. Every trait, characteristic, aspect of who you truly are at your core is, again, intentional. And then you have to remind yourself that love is an action. You have to act on your love for yourself. You can't just run around and say you love you. You have to show yourself and show the world that you love you. Okay, so we went through these steps and I gave some examples on how to fall in love with you or fall in love with you again. Now, anything that I do, anything that I share is always data-driven, being that I am in love with psychology and the subset of that science applied behavior analysis. So let's talk data, talk data to me. So I will share how falling in love with me again has enhanced my existence and my purpose here. So I'll talk in relation to love is an action. So I had to work on showing my love for myself and showing my love for myself. I began to go on this self-care journey, making self-care my lifestyle, always pouring into me. So what I make it a practice of doing is to incorporate some type of self-care into my daily routine, whether it's exfoliating my face or actually going to the spa. I make sure I do something to make Alicia feel good, to make Alicia feel valued, because I like to be pampered, gifts, and words of affirmation are my love language. So me giving myself a luxurious day at the spa is a way that I express my love to me. So this thing does work, y'all. You can turn around internal battles with the help of Christ. It's not something that is always going to happen overnight. It is a process, but I'm telling you from experience and speaking from a scientific point of view, because I did this and I do this on myself. I act in a loving manner. I try to all the time toward myself. Yes, I am still learning just like you are still learning. I wanted to share this so that you could know that I too am on this journey with you as well. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, so I know that I can accomplish and reach Maslow's hierarchy of needs, self-actualization, realizing my full potential to walk in godly purpose. I added that in part, godly purpose, because I am not seeking, seeking human gain or gain for my own benefit, but for the benefit of the kingdom. So with that being said, I challenge you to fall in love with you. February, yes, it's Black History Month, but it is also known for the month of love for Valentine's Day. So go love on you. Don't just love on you for one day, though. Love on you permanently. 
make it a lifestyle. I challenge you to make falling in love with you a lifestyle as I have challenged me to do. It is positive. You will see the benefit, the outcome, the way that you feel internally will in turn externally move and shift things in the atmosphere with the grace of God to make things work in your favor so that you can achieve purpose. So the pain that you experience can birth a sense of purpose. Until next time, peace, love, and blessings.